Hello, hello, and ep- welcome to ep- episode 152 of Soundwave. I'm your host, Matt, joined by the co-host, Carlos. Yeah. Uh, welcome. It's hot as balls outside right now. Yeah, it is rather warm out there. Uh, it feels like I'm back in Tennessee again, and I don't like it. You know where it's not hot? Where? In this basement. Yes, this basement is perfect right now. Uh, yesterday was really nice. Yes, it and was. And then today was just... And then I just slept all day because I had to work at night, which I was bummed about, because I was like, it looks really nice outside, but I didn't go outside. Yeah. How have you been? All right. Uh, let's see. What what have I been doing this last week? I'll try to think about that. Uh, oh, I watched all season two of Preacher. Yeah. And I I don't know if you saw any of season one of Preacher. I think I saw the first episode and never watched it again. I probably should, though, because it's, it looks pretty good. It's pretty great. The second season was uh, a blast. I watched all of it. Uh, you gotta see all like uh, I really don't know a whole lot. Didn't know a whole lot going in other than that there was like the Saint of Killers, and also that the lead bad guy just keeps having bad stuff just happen to him <clears throat> repeatedly. That that's good. And so it's just like it's funny and it's also like weird stuff happens and it was great. I also started watching. Uh, <laughs> finally got around to it. At least I I'm almost all the way down with season one of uh, Dirk Gently, Holistic Detective. That sounds really familiar. What the hell is that? I think it's a. It's Wait, who is, is that? Uh, is that uh, fucking Elijah Wood? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I've, it's a BBC show. Yeah, and it's on Hulu also. And it was like I've been putting it off, and like there's two seasons up on Hulu. It's like, all right, I sh- I should start watching this, and it's great. I yeah. Every time a trailer came on at work, I always was like, I gotta remember to watch that. And now I forgot. It's right pretty now. bizarre, yeah. but yeah, it's it was a it's been a lot of fun to watch that watching Does, that. No, his other one that he had, that Willard or something, or Willard. Yeah, the one that, where he that talks was like, a, yeah, the fake or make a made up person or something. Where he talks like the guy in a dog suit. Yeah. Who, who is the other actor in the Dirks one? I don't know their names. Oh, stop here. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, what have I been up to? I just got back from Bonnaroo. Uh, four days, five days of uh, sweat and sun and music and fun. That was a good time. Uh, camped out. See any good bands there? Uh, Sylvanesso was by far my favorite, as per usual, and what I thought it was going to be. <clears throat> Muse, uh, I really enjoyed Muse. I was, because I've always heard of their awesome stage sets and everything, I thought it was going to be a lot bigger than it was. But yeah, we were like right up in front, got confetti all over us and streamers and everything, and yeah, it was an awesome vantage point of the show. Um, the Killers actually blew me away. Uh, uh-huh. They opened up with Mr. Brightside, and the whole entire crowd just freaking out, singing along as loud as possible, and then just hit after hit after hit. And I was like, how would they be able to, like, own the main stage at Bonnaroo? And I was very impressed with them. Uh, I didn't watch any of uh, Eminem. I think I watched maybe two songs of his, and then I left. And Alt-J was good. Bon Iver was good. Uh, Somebody that I have on my... Uh, new music that we'd listen to or whatever. She is probably my favorite show that I saw there. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, it was good. It's always good. It's my. It was my least favorite lineup out of the years I've gone, but uh, it's really just going for the experience and the fun. We got thunderstormed on Sunday morning, so it was just a mud pit everywhere. <laughs> Everybody was kind of just ready to go home after that. So we left uh, that night. Then after the Killers played, and drove through the night. And I guess uh, one of our friends' other friend was staying there and cleaning up afterwards. And he said it just was thunderstorming from the moment we left, basically, until now, basically. <laughs> so that would be the worst feeling ever, just, like, going through all the mud and shit, trying to get all the cigarettes off the ground and everybody's garbage and stuff. Ugh, that, that would not that be would fun. Suck. And just the smell of 75,000 people living there for four days. Ugh, gross. But otherwise, yes, that was a good time. I was happy to get out of town for a bit. 
And you guys recorded Lothos without me. Yeah. And uh, I listened to it. It was pretty good. We, we did saved. not we did not kill your character off. You did not kill my character off. I was I was worried there for a second, but Oh uh, well if it was uh do we have to trade the cloak <laughs> in to get your character back? It'd been like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Then that that might have been something. Yeah. But you had to go save some children, I guess, huh? Yeah. And we did not fail. You did not fail, no. Yeah. No. Otherwise, yeah. Oh, I watched the new Tomb Raider movie finally. I don't know. Did you watch that? I have not. I know Casey's watched it. You liked it, Casey. Thumbs up. Yeah, I really liked it. It was really good. <laughs> yeah, I I was I I liked it. Uh <clears throat> I did not realize that it was the first video game all in one movie, basically. <clears throat> but when you played the video game, you're like, there's so much more story there. So then watching the movie, I was just like, this all feels really rushed and I want to have more depth. But uh it was it was just a fun popcorn they flick, had, that's uh, for sure. Trailer like it was it was a E three this last uh yeah, that's right. going on yeah. and uh they had trailers for like the new Tomb Raider. Oh really? Yeah, yeah I haven't watched it. I think it's supposed to be like there. the final one in this it... like new trilogy that okay. they were doing. Uh any other thing good look looking good on uh that? Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven has finally had a trailer right. drop for that. Like the first time they had a trailer in like five years. Hmm. Uh, let's see what else was, uh, there was some other cool stuff, but the, I was like, mainly Cyberpunk was the big one for okay. me. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I have no clue what Cyberpunk is, but, uh, it's from the studio who did, uh, Witcher 3. Oh, uh, and this has been, uh, oh. they've been working on it for years. Like when the first trailer dropped for that one, they had, had, uh, the, like the music playing for it was, uh, Bullets from Archive for that first trailer. And it was just fantastic. And then actually I ended up picking up that album from Archive after hearing that song. Ooh, this game looks beautiful. Yeah. Holy crap. Especially, yeah, because I played The Witcher from you, or I think it was Witcher 3 or whatever, and yeah, just I, I actually really like that game a lot. I still have a long way to go yeah. in it, but just the feel and everything, yeah, that's gonna this is going to be cool. I'm going to have to play Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. Looks pretty cool. Based on a role-playing game system, so. Okay, nice. Uh, any music we must do? Uh, yes. You know, speaking of video games... My, uh, I picked up, uh, I decided to pick up an album from uh, Aviators, who uh, he usually does uh, video game, like music based on, off of main, like, well, it's inspired by video games, but it's mainly inspired by video games. I mean, Dark Souls, Bloodborne, Demon Souls, basically just those from studio games for yeah, the most yeah. part. Uh, but, like, they're also, they're all good for the most part. Uh, like, he has, like, different. Uh, styles for a, a lot of these things, and I heard one of the songs. Uh, it was the second one, like that is on the album that I'll, I'll bring up. But basically, like I heard the second song, it's like I have to get this album now because I really liked it. Uh, but most of his stuff, he just releases like right on the YouTube, like the whole album's on YouTube. But this is uh, the first one off his album that just came out called "Let There Be Fire." Is Angel of the Dark. Oh, 
And uh, this next one is not actually that. I'm pretty sure, 100 percent sure that last song was about Dark Souls. This one is actually an original song, and it's like basically it takes inspiration from D and D, and it uh, is basically ba- the what best D and D song I've ever heard. So this is uh this song is a uh, Traveler's song. Of course, to inspire and sharpen our rusted swords, echoing the whisper of the trees. Creep along the path where a thousand bots fail from the thick west Indian jungle trails. Come from afar to sit prisoners free to dot tangled depths from the open sea. Souls and dragon's bones Scattered on the way back home Beating to the sound of flashing steel Your own eyes out Jack-tails and raging stones Strengthened by the hills of old Weathered at this plastic of his lawn So we can sing our traveler's song Unfortunately, I think like some of that uh, the sound got faded with uh, our with our audio system. But yeah, mm, yeah I did notice. Cool. Yeah. Either way, yeah, uh, that is definitely a D and D song for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this girl, I saw Bonnaroo, and uh, I didn't realize who it was. Everybody's talking. There, she was playing during Paramore, so everybody, there's half going to Paramore, half going here. But uh, her name is Tosh Sultana. And I think it's probably about a year or two ago, I saw this video like roaming around on Facebook and it was called Notion by Tosh Sultana. And it was her basically on a street corner in Melbourne, Australia, playing this song. And this girl is a master looper. She does it all by herself. She'll play one guitar beat, then go another guitar beat, then sing on top of that and do like a drum beat on top of it. Man, the people can do that. It's crazy. So I got to see her at Bonnaroo and play it all live. She freaking had a pan flute at one time and beatboxed while playing the pan flute (laughs) and brought out a mandolin and went on top of that on top of more beatboxing. Uh, But this is her kind of single right now. Uh, Came out 2016, actually, and she's still touring. She sold out U.S. tour this year. Uh, but yeah, this one's called Jungle and it's Tosh Sultana.
Yeah, she has this tiny desk on the NPR thing, and uh, she starts out with that song and goes into the next one I'm going to play, and then she has another one for just like playing 12-string guitar classical, and it's just her going fucking crazy on it. But she's just got so much emotion seeing her live and just how into the whole thing she is, and yet yeah, a master of the loops for sure. Uh, but this was the one that kind of got her on the map, and it's called Notion and uh, Tosh Sultanak. The other hard part is her songs are all five minutes long, so you don't get the buildup on all the layers of the loops. And then, like, like at the end, she just gets the drum beat going in there and does an awesome guitar solo over the end of it and kind of fades out. And yeah, oh, she's so cool. Tosh Sultana, go check her out. I went and bought a shirt the other night when I was drunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, cool. Uh, into the music news. A little bit of news, not too much. Um, the Gorillas' uh, Demon Days lineup has finally, the Demon Days Festival, it's finally been announced. Uh, we got Erica Badu, The Internet, Dram, uh, The Girl You Like, what's her name, Lil, Lil Sims. Sims. Uh, but unlike last year, which was held in Dreamland Amusement Park in England, this year it'll be held at Pico Rivera Sports Center and Grounds in Los Angeles, and it'll be October 20th. Uh, and what, the new album's coming out here next week? Two weeks? Yeah, pretty quick. The 29th, I think it said, right? Something yeah. like that. So that'll be interesting. They've they've released a whole bunch of songs. I haven't really listened to them. Have you listened to them? Uh, I've I listened Just to like two, two we had on them. our show. Two or three yeah. of them. But yeah, there's there's been a few more out. Uh, sad news. Anthony Bourdain, the celebrated tev- television chef and presenter of Parts Unknown, has died. Uh, he was 61 years old. Uh, Bourdain was working on an episode of a show of the show in France when a friend found him unresponsive in a hotel room. Uh, the network says the cause of death was suicide. Yeah, that happened when we were at the festival or whatever, and then everybody was kind of like giving praises to him. Anthony Bourdain, he had that Parts Unknown show was amazing. It was really good. I didn't watch it. I do know that they extended how long they're going to keep it on Netflix now. Oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah, I'd recommend watching it. It's just him going through all these really cool places and eating at the tiniest little dives everywhere around the world kind of a thing. So it's not like Anthony Bart. It's what's his name? Uh, the guy that's from here or whatever. He like goes all over the place and he's really kind of flamboyant kind of. This guy is more like down to earth journalist type thing. All right. Um, Japan Droids and Goose Island Beer uh, have unveiled a limited edition beer that will be available at this year's Pitchfork Music Festival. Uh, it'll be called the Hops That Heaven Built, which is a play on words of the House That Heaven Built, uh, and it's a pale ale and it uses two kinds of Canadian malts paying tribute to the Japan Droids' British Columbia home. Uh, the beer will be served in sixteen ounce cans at the festival. And the proceeds will go to uh, Rain R A I R A I N N. That is the nonprofit partner at this year's festival. 
I'm always intrigued to try beers when the bands join in with beers. Um, oh, yeah, this was the talk of Bonnaroo. A man was found dead in his car at Bonnaroo, actually. I got like a million text messages that day. Are you alive? Are you alive? Are you alive? I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm fine. I'm actually watching something right now. Uh, but his body was discovered around 11 a.m. in the morning on the festival's camping area. He was a 35-year-old man. The medical team responded immediately and found him unresponsive upon re- arrival. Uh, I guess he had his heat on all the way in the car. And, uh, yeah, the cause of death is, cause of death is still to be, to, to be determined. Uh, there's this one weird guy. Does he have a car like mine where you have to take the, uh, the fuse out, put a new one in to adjust it? Cause maybe, right, that maybe, could be, felt, maybe he didn't adjust it for the drive. But I mean, yeah, 90 fucking five degrees outside yeah, the whole time. It. And he had, his, I feel like there's more involved than just him sitting yeah. in his car with the heat on. Like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, there was this fucking weird guy that was like shaving his entire body at the sinks next to the toilets. Like where people go and brush their teeth in the morning and everything. He took razor, shaved certain head, eyebrows, arms, legs, everything. And I'm like, that just seems weird. Like that situation. I don't know who this guy is or anything, but I'm like, that just seems like it could coincide with like maybe he was on something fucking weird and started shaving his body and then go sit in his car and died. I don't know. know. If it is that guy, that's weird as fuck. Uh, oh yeah, June 9th, a fire broke out at the Aberdeen Museum of History in Washington State. Museum museum had housed various Kurt Cobain artifacts, including the couch that he slept on, photographs, and more. Uh, the fire destroyed most of the museum's main and second floors, but the uh, archivists uh, hoped to salvage thousands of documents, most re- mostly recovered from the basement. Uh, it's unclear if all the museum's Cobain all of the museum's Cobain-related items have been completely destroyed. Uh, Nirvana bassist uh, Chris Novoselic tweeted, "This is terrible. Hope people are safe." So yeah. It, Kurt's couch that he slept on, I guess, burnt up. It's weird to have a couch. Yeah, couch. it's a little weird to keep the yeah. couch. Yeah, yeah. And that probably, once that thing went up like that, just like probably went, that helped fuel the fire a lot, probably. Yeah. Uh, that's all the news I got. You got anything? I do not. But there was, yeah, E3, I was going to mention something, but we talked mostly about that. Um, yeah, I thought there was something else, but eh, I don't remember. Let's go into our weekly theme. Time now for the weekly theme. The theme for this week's show is comebacks. Uh, pretty relatively easy one. I did some research before I went in, trying to find some good ones here and there, yeah. and that kind of opened my mind. To, oh, yeah, that did happen, and that did happen. Uh, so, yeah, a relatively easy one. I don't know. I enjoyed it. I don't know. It took me a while, uh, mainly because I, I went through, like, my music library, as always, first. Yep. And did found, like, only one of these ones was actually in my library. Oh, yeah. And it's my first one on my list. That is uh, surprisingly called Comeback from Red Light King. Many times I walk the line, I roll the dice and question my life. Many times I sacrifice and dealt with the pain. I've been down this road before where the dead ends are, it rains and it pours. I've been down below and it's the price that I pay. I'm gonna make a comeback 
That actually works for the beginning of this, too. Like, fueling into all these bands making comebacks and shit. Uh, My first one is Alice in Chains. Uh, Lee Stanley, I think, or Link. I'm going to get butchered if anybody listens. I don't know any of these guys' names. But, yeah, the lead singer died in, like, 2002. And uh, they were in a slump there. And they hired uh, the new guy, who I can't remember his name right now either. But, uh, yeah, they're selling out arenas all over the world. Uh, they're still doing amazing. The fact that they found some guy to sound just like him. And they brought out a new uh, that new album, I think it was 2009 or something. Uh, Black Gives Way to Blue. And, uh, yeah, it's commercial success. The fact that these guys are still going and going after somebody with who snuffed the rooster and all those songs. The very, his very vocals and stuff. It actually works out for him still. Uh, but this one's called uh, Check My Brain, Alice in Chains. I have no idea whether I've heard that one before or I have not heard that one before. I know, that's what I was thinking too, because I looked it up. I'm like, I gotta play one from that newer album or whatever. Well, but like the thing is, just because like a lot of Alice in Chains songs kind of sound like that. I feel like in 2009, I did have uh, Night 3X on every now and then, and I guarantee they definitely played that. That was the first single from the new album, that album or whatever. All right. So yeah, but there's the, the thing different with that one, it has this weird like, like kind of rotating sound in it. So I'm like, I don't know if I remember that or not. But yeah, the fact that they're still selling out shit. All, and I just saw them at Northern Invasion, the hugest crowd. Yeah, good for them. All right. Uh, so for my next one, it's actually an artist, uh, Dave Grohl. And the comeback is after uh, Nirvana, uh, Kurt Cobain died in Nirvana. Uh, Dave Grohl uh, ended up uh, going forward with his own uh, side project, his solo project. The first album of Foo Fighters was just called Foo Fighters was just him on every instrument and doing the vocals, which is kind of a crazy, (laughs) crazy thing to do by yourself. But uh, this is uh, especially back then. But uh, this is uh, called this is a call from Foo Fighters. Visiting is pretty. Visiting is good. Seems that all they ever wanted was a This is 
did. That is kind of cool how Nirvana esque that still is because transferring from in Nirvana into Foo Fighters. Yeah, yeah, definitely cool. Uh, my next one is by Santana of all people. Uh, they were humongous back in the 60s, 70s, and then kind of just dropped off the face of the earth. Then for some reason in 1999, everybody's mother had this album because Rob Thomas of Matchbox 20 was on there and singing smooth with him. Also, there was many, many more hits on that album, but for some reason, yeah, that, that album just blew up and everybody owned that album. Was that the that album time. that had Into the Night? Maybe. I don't or, remember. That might have been maybe later on. I'm not entirely sure. But Into the Night, what was on that one? I don't know. I'll 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 play some smooths by Santana featuring Rob Thomas first. Yeah, that, that I didn't see. What song did you say? Into the Night? Yeah. That was probably a later one. I think that was recorded with the guy with like Chad Kroger or something like that. Okay. Yeah, this one had Dave Matthews on it, Eagle-Eyed Cherry, CeeLo Green and Lauren Hill, Rob Thomas, Everlast. Yeah. Uh, Definitely heard Smooth before, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was It's still on the freaking radio. But uh, yeah, it says the album is one of the best-selling sell- albums in the world, and it sold over 30 million copies worldwide. With 11.8 million sold in the U.S. alone. Best-selling uh, album by a Hispanic artist ever. Cool. Oh, cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. My next uh, is uh, from ACDC. I was going to choose this one, too. Yeah. And uh, this is from their album, Back in Black, which came after losing their uh, singer, uh, Bon Scott. And they decided to keep... Uh, they decided not to break the band up, and they decided to keep making music, and they returned with Back in Black. Of which I did not know this. Back in Black is the song. Back to Back in Black is actually a tribute to Bon Scott. Oh, so yeah, this is Back in Black from ACDC. Yeah, that that is 
ACDC's best-selling album of all time too, which is kind of interesting to think about too. I think I think I saw that it was like at like the article I read said it was like the second best-selling of all time, the uh, Back in Black is album. It? Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Worldwide, Back to Black is the second best-selling album to behind Michael Jackson's Thriller. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. After the lead singer dies, and then he start fresh again. Yeah, twenty-two times platinum on the the Billboard. That team. album had Hell's Bells and a bunch of other. Every radio albums. song you hear basically is yeah. on that one. Yeah, there's there's a lot of good ones. But yeah, that that is a great comeback right there. That's like my number one one I was going to go to for sure. Uh. Mr. David Bowie had a heart attack and left the limelight for a good almost 10 years. And then all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, dropped the album the next day and became just humongous again. And uh, continued on to make another album and then passed away. So uh, I picked The Stars Are Out tonight. I wanted to do the next day, but I couldn't really find a spot I wanted in there. So uh, this was 2013 already. I can't believe it was that long ago already. But uh, the next day, this is The Stars Are Out tonight by David Bowie. That's a good that I've never heard that one before. Oh, really? Uh, I do remember like when the album came out, being surprised, like, oh, I like just because I've nowhere else. I'm like, David Bowie comes out, album comes out, like, it's 2013. Why is there a yeah, David right, Bowie? Right, album? yeah, disappeared for almost 10 years. It was nine years exactly, yeah. and then yeah, just dropped it on his birthday. Yep. Yeah. All right, uh, my next uh, band is the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and it's because. Uh, uh, let's see, what was it? 1992, uh, their guitarist, John, I'm going to butcher this name, Frusciante. John Frusciante. Frusciante. Oh, I was pretty close there. Yeah, so uh, he left the band in the middle of a 1992 tour that promoted their uh, album uh, Blood, Sugar, Sex Magic. And it t- after that, it took over a year for the band to find a new guitarist to record with officially and... In the years following the departure, like he developed his uh, addiction to heroin and yeah. cocaine, and basically he uh, was in poverty at that after that. But he he went into rehab in '98, and uh, basically uh, following it rehab, uh, Flea visited him. He got invited to rejoin, and right after that, they got to work on uh, an album. And so that album was Californication, and it's a good album. Uh, probably the only one that I've really listened to them for the oh, most good. part. Yep. Uh, but this, uh, I decided to go with a uh, scar tissue. For, so this is scar tissue from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Shed is lonely. 
does know how to make that guitar sing. Yeah. Uh, this was a random one that I put on here, but uh, I don't remember Daft Punk's album before the Random Access Memory one. I don't remember what year that was. But uh, I went more for Niles Rogers. Uh, Nile Rogers. I got to see him at Bonnaroo, too. He originally was in Chic, and he's been a record producer for all the hits like... Uh, I'm coming out. I want the world to see. And uh, We Are Family and uh, Like a Virgin by Madonna. Uh, fuck, I don't know. David Bowie, Let's Dance. He did a bunch of guitar work on that one, too. But yeah, he's kind of just been in the background and producing every now and then. But yeah, now the fact he got to play the main stage and having a million people outside dancing their asses off and he was playing chic songs, he was playing this song, he was playing Get Lucky. But... uh. Yeah, he is very prominent guitar featured in Daft Punk's latest album, Random Access Memories, and he helped produce the whole thing and whatnot. But uh, so, yeah, I thought it's a great comeback for Nile Rodgers, and uh, I'm happy things are working out for him because he just uh, survived cancer and stuff, too. And he's like late 60s, late early 70s, mid 70s, somewhere in there. So, yeah, he's still touring, going crazy. Like the legend of the Phoenix, huh. all ends with beginnings. What keeps the planet spinning? Ah, uh, the force from the beginning. Good song. Yeah, they, they played that, and it was a lot of fun. And then they went right into Let's Dance, and they're like, look how tight our band is. And they started jamming, 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 and then went right into Let's Dance by David Bowie. Oh, so fucking cool. That sounds great. Yep. What you got? My final song, I decided if I'm going to do have a com- uh, comeback list, I got to end it with uh, a song from a movie about a comeback. And uh, this is where somebody goes from zero to contender. So this is from Rocky, and the song is Gonna Fly Now from Bill Conti. Maybe. Maybe. Working good until right now, huh? We got this far. All right, I'm going to refresh that one and go on to mine. Unless it starts up right away. Nope. Nope. All right, on to mine. And then we'll come back to that because that's a good ender for the show is Rocky. Uh, My last one would be Tina Turner. Uh, she was with Ike for a long time and he beat her and they were together for a long time making music, Proud Mary, Nutbush, City Limits, all these big, big songs. Uh, on top of the world, she leaves them, done with them, 76 or so. And, uh, it took her a solid almost 10 years until she got to become a worldwide success again. She was still touring, still doing that, still making albums. It wasn't until this album came out, uh, Private Dancer with the song, What's Love Got to Do With It? And she became top of the world queen of everything, and she still is going strong. So, yeah, Tina Turner, what's love got to do with it? There's a name for it. There's a phrase that fits. But whatever the reason, you do it for me. Oh, what's love got to 
Sing it, Tina. All right, I got it working. Our right. final song, final comeback song is Rocky by Bill uh, Conti. I'm going to fly now. Closing out the show. Hi. Hey. We're about to switch over shows here. I'm going to close out the show quick. All right. Grab a seat. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Soundwave. New episodes are released every other Thursday. The theme for our next show is... I was thinking uh, songs about places that we'd like to be. Okay. Maybe places that so are... is that the Antarctica right now? Yeah. Right now, Antarctica would be a pretty good choice. All right. Places we'd like to be. Or, you know, maybe on a beach. That also Because if, if it's going to be hot and muggy, I I'd better rather be having it. a pina colada on yeah. the beach. Uh, for updates and more information about Soundweb or our other shows, go like us on Facebook at Blind Ninja Studios, or you can follow us on Twitter at Blind underscore Ninja. Flagship show, Department of Offense, is still live every Sunday evening. Come join the fun at blindnudistudios.com slash live. Uh, this show and all of our other ones are available to stream on our website at blindnudistudios.com, or you can subscribe on iTunes so you never miss a show. Uh, if you just can't get enough of Soundwave or Blind Ninja Studios, you should help support us. At the bottom of our homepage, click on Patreon and sign up. It works like a monthly donation service where you can pledge any amount that works for you, even as low as a buck. Also, if you're doing shopping on Amazon, don't forget to stop by our homepage first and click on the Amazon link at the bottom. Do all your shopping like you usually do when you check out. Amazon just kicks a little bit of money towards us. It doesn't cost you anything else. It's awesome. Do it. Uh, questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at blindninjastudios.com or even easier, message us on Facebook. We'll see you again in two weeks.